0: and welcome to the social angle a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm i'm Vinny, and on this episode i'm joined by director of content jeff anderton of snugs usa to discuss yes you guessed it content video content augmented reality content social media content content is king and i can't wait to get into this discussion jeff welcome to the social angle
1: Hey, thanks, Vinny. It's good to be here, man. Thank you.
0: Absolutely, I'm a longtime fan, first-time caller. You know how that goes. (laughs) Yeah. So, how are things out in Utah today?
1: They're dry. I can't believe how much snow we don't have this year, but it's beautiful. I mean, it's sunny and. But I wish we'd have more snow, honestly. Yeah, when
0: when I think of Utah, I think of a lot of snow, and you know, out Mm -hmm. in the northeast here, we've been. Fairly dry in in the Philadelphia area. We had snow a couple weeks ago, but it's it's almost gone already. And warmer temperatures. I'm like unlike you, Jeff. I'm like, I wish there was a little bit more snow. Yes, sir. So before we get started, can you take a minute to introduce yourself, how long you've been with Snugs and how you found yourself in the promo industry?
1: Yeah, you bet. I've, I've been with Snugs now for almost seven years. Um, and I've been in the promo industry for <laughs> almost my whole life it seems like um we my brother and i were um ski instructors and we're always losing our lip balm back when we were in our 20s you know and so we invented this little neoprene holder that would go around your lip balm and next thing you know we were selling to you know retail stores and walmarts and and pro shops around the country and long story short someone called and said hey can I put my logo on this and we're like why would you want to do that and next thing you know we've discovered the promotional industry and it it was you know love at first sight honestly we we it was this hidden industry that is everywhere but you don't know about it and it was intriguing and from there we um sold our company and started a video production company for a while doing work for uh, you know suppliers in the industry and snugs was one of our uh, you know one of my favorite people to work with and one thing led to another and i said if i was going to work for someone it'd be someone like that and and next thing you know we're moving to salt lake and um we've been here for seven years and it's been uh, an amazing ride snugs has been wonderful to work with they're very flexible with the amount of creativity freedom they give us and um, sometimes they just close our eyes and say okay and they let us do it and it's been so much fun and we've been able to do you know what our our hearts you know content as far as creativity goes and and along the way we've learned a lot and and the team we have now is unbelievable
0: that's awesome Jeff and you know you, you mentioned the industry it's the industry that's everywhere but nowhere and, and that's <laughs> how I kind of think about it because I had no idea it existed when I started um, almost 15 years ago um, even though I saw it everywhere but I just didn't realize this was you know such a multi-billion dollar industry
1: yeah and it's it's amazing
0: so Jeff um, you know we're talking today about content and you guys you know do really good content so you do case studies trade shows and of course product videos snugs has obviously invested heavily into video content as a director of content yourself, why is that and what have been the results.
1: Well, we're we believe strongly in video because of. Um, the the power that it can carry the the emotional connection, you can create The, I mean how can you describe a product better than through you know not still images but you know, really reaching in and grabbing that, that audience. And, and it can be a powerful tool if used correctly. But l- I like that you said the dynamic of content that we create is very important. I think it's fun to make the big branding movie videos and, and really, and those are important and telling the product stories. But then you've also got to have the sales tools for all your salespeople where it goes down to the details and, and the more rough, rougher video content. So I think I've really enjoyed where I am because there's that gamut of content. And I do believe that it's important to have a bit of it all and not just heavy in one area. You got to have those little chunks and the bigger chunks and the more educational chunks. And video allows you to to fulfill all those needs in a very engaging and and dynamic way that is difficult to do with with most other mediums, I think.
0: Totally. And Snugs has kind of been on the... Uh, you know, on the front lines of, of well-produced videos. And I remember a bunch of years back, we, we did video product video contests. And the first year we did it, you guys won with Zip It, which, <laughs> which was an, an awesome video uh playing off um Devo's Whip It. Yeah. And then the second year you guys won again with Germ Warfare yeah. and, you know, your videos were, were so <laughs> well done. And I remember receiving them and I was like, man, no one's going to beat these guys. The, the content is so good.
1: Well, we've been lucky. I think, again, the freedom we've been given has allowed us that creative um, edge. And um, they believed in what we were doing and, and didn't handcuff us and, and gave us some flexibility there. And I mean, some of the, like when you mentioned those, I just get a smile on my face because those creative meetings were amazing. And when you're allowed that kind of freedom, you're able to stretch yourself. And I think, you know, you might even think we have a huge budget to do these, but when they give you that kind of freedom, I think we, we're we all working 24 hours and we're loving it and everyone gets engaged and involved. And I think you pull talent out of places that you never would have found it before when you have that kind of environment to work in. So Snugs has been very um, instrumental on in making all that happen. And the leadership there is just amazing, so.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, I, I've stressed that your, your content is top shelf. Um, there's production value. You have, you know, edits like cuts and transitions. You have scripting, humor, soundtrack. Can you talk a little bit about how much effort goes into a creation of a typical video uh, and how much equipment might be involved as well?
1: Yeah, and that varies. I mean, it depends on what we're making. And, and I think that's what's cool about um this the, the system we that that we've set up um if it's a product video we've got those down i could we could film those with our phone especially with the phones that are out nowadays and so it really depends and audio is a challenge so you need a little better gear if you want to do it right but as far as the actual content i think the biggest thing about making something great is not necessarily the gear that you have but the creative behind it i think if you have the right creative idea, you literally could go out with your phone and do something great, especially if you're shooting it creatively. You've, you see TikTok and uh, the things that people are doing with these simple tools are unbelievable these days. And I think thinking a little bit differently and creating you know, transitions with your phone and you know blocking the camera, I mean, there's so much you can do that we used to do it all in post. So uh, to answer your question, It's all over the board. We do put a lot of effort depending on the type of content we're creating. We do have a purpose behind each thing. If we are going to make a larger scale video, there's a message behind it. And we try to make something that's entertaining, but also is educating you at the same time. I think those are the most powerful when you enjoy what you're watching, but you're Uh, From a supplier standpoint or a a marketer standpoint, you're getting a point across or a message across at the same time, but in an entertaining way. And that's going to stick and be more powerful than, you know, hi, my name's Jeff and this is this product. And not that those aren't valuable, but the audience appreciates it more, I think, when you go a little bit further and work a little harder. And personally, I enjoy that and and it comes through in our content when you're really having a good time and love what you do.
0: Right. So so it, it varies then. And I like that you bring up the point about the the phones. The phones have changed have changed things so much in the last 10 years. It it used to be that phone technology and quality of the smartphones wasn't so good. Now now people are, are creating videos, high quality product videos just using their phone.
1: Agreed. And again, we do have some great equipment. I'm not gonna say that in the it really does come in. I, I believe in high production value, even on the simple things. I think um, if you look at influencers and, and the social world, they might want you to think that they're not putting a lot of effort into these, but you would be surprised on the good ones, even if they're just using a phone, how much work goes into creating some of this content and the, the tools that they have. Now, the tools have gotten better. Our lights are much smaller. Our our lenses are much smaller. Our cameras are much smaller. So. From the outside, it looks like it's not as as crazy, but I know how much work goes into even the ones that look like they are simple videos. Sure, the production value is still there, and I believe a nice polished even lifestyle is is important to your brand and and to your customer base who's using that. And if we're trying to raise the level of what our distributor partners and the image that they're they're putting out there about the promotional industry, well. I believe that we need to provide them tools and content that, that reflects that. I mean, we want to work with agencies. Well, you got to give them good stuff or they're, you know, you just, you can't get away with it and we're, we're putting this, this high bar for them. And I want to make sure that we're supporting them as much as what we're expecting from them.
0: Absolutely, Jeff. So let's talk a little bit about social media. Um, You know, it's an important part, you know, of your brand. Can you tell us about how you integrate video into the mix and how it's been received?
1: Yeah, social media has been awesome. I mean, with all the different platforms and all the different ways that you can create content for those different platforms. Um, it's been a very valuable tool for us and, and being able to reach people um, on different levels and different ways. Um, with, with the same messaging, I think we're very strategic on how we use social media, we really Formulate um, our plan and our message, and then try to deliver content specifically to each platform for you know specific for how it should be it's being viewed and received. Um, We will go out and with all of that in mind, have a larger shoot. Now, from that same shoot, we've been able to do still photography, video, and we've got um, cameras that shoot in portrait mode, and so we really try to maximize how much we can capture in that one shoot and bring it all back and and get it out there so we're getting as much value out of those dollars that we're spending on those shoots as possible um as far as how it's been received i think it's been amazing i mean through all these years the the feedback and the responses and engagement has gone through the roof um with all the content we're creating and, and all we ever hear is more. We want more and we want more. And that's good and bad. I mean, the amount of content that people want compared to five years ago is, as you know, Vinny is unbelievable. It's gone through the roof. We shoot a lot and we're still probably 50% as much as I would want. Um, and wow. the, the industry could handle it, in my opinion. So,
0: but yeah, you know, you, you touch on, you know, what the people are looking for and video is what people Look for on social media. Maybe "look for" is not the right uh, phrase. Video is what people stop for, and I think yes. you know during yeah. the scroll, people scroll, scroll, scroll. They're inundated. Sat feeds are saturated. What's going to make people stop? Yeah. Video. Video. And I and I think Snug says has, has known that for a long time. You guys, when I scroll through my feed and I see one of your videos, I stop. You know, I mean, it, it's just something that I do. You know, and I stop for most videos, um, but. I've noticed in, in probably the last couple of years, probably since even before the pandemic started, there's a push on social media uh, to create less scripted and polished videos and more live and unfiltered content. And it, it, almost, it almost kind of is the opposite of high production value. It's, it's, it's grainy, it's lo-fi, it's, it's, hey, you know, who's going to make a video of you know, the CEO who is just being real? You know just on the phone so has snugs jumped into the live and unfiltered game oh, or are you I guys still it. focused on on high production value
1: no i mean again like i said before even those from the right companies they're they're more production than you probably realize um even those live and unscripted ones but no i totally agree i think what those do is they they show up more authenticity than some of the scripted stuff and i think the mixture of those are very important. And I believe in that style hundred percent. I love that kind of content. I love the realness and the, you know, I want to really see who you are. I don't want a commercial. And there's a time and place for those commercials where it's like, here's the product details. Here's what you need to know. But there's a, a time where I really want to see who you are. And I think th- that style of content opens, you know, those curtains and shows the, the behind the scenes of who that company really is. and. And that's how we connect with people that's who you become not a company but a face and a a real person and i think that's um what audiences our audiences are looking for they want to know who you really are and not necessarily who you want everyone to think you are
0: and and i think that's a very good distinction jeff and you know i kind of preach that here too be real be human Don't worry about the ums. If you drop your water bottle on a live video, that's all good, man. We can all relate to that. Right. And
1: honestly, you know, I love it because we're not perfect. And I mean, just this, this is would have been too difficult for me five years ago. Really difficult. Sure. Like I'm like, well, we need to edit. I said a lot of ums in that and I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's okay. (laughs) And I think there's a time and place for it. And, and, I, the people to see who you really are is okay you know and i think desired
0: you know even if you drop well i'm not going to say enough bob but if you if you curse <laughs> we've had people curse um <laughs> on some of the podcasts and even on some of the lives that we do and that
1: i don't believe that shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't believe that shit either jeff <laughs> sorry, but sorry y- you know it's funny that you say that uh I'll never forget the very first time we were running the ASI radio show years ago, very first show, 2008. And we, we, we came off the, the actual show. We were supposed to cut it, but there was a delay. And Joe Haley dropped an F-bomb <laughs> and everybody was listening. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it there was such a negative response to that internally. Like, Oh my God, somebody said an F-bomb. Now it's yeah. like, it's not as frowned upon, you know, being yeah. real, being human. Um, we're all adults in this industry. Uh, and there, there's a guy, um, Javi, uh, you probably know him. Uh, he, Javi Melendez, he, he does a lot of TikToks and he, he curses all the time. And he's like, Hey, look, if you're offended, you know, too bad. Like this is real. This is, this shows our frustration about things like supply chain, things about, um, you know, whatever it is that he's complaining about. And there's a lot to complain about sometimes and he's very real and people appreciate yeah. that. And they love it.
1: Right. Especially these days, you hit it on the head. I think with the pandemic, I mean, things got real and, and people just like, just be real with me. I Don't show me your fake face because I don't buy it anymore. And I really want to know who you are as a person. I think it's okay. I think um, we've become more okay with things um, and, and being, Flawed is not a problem. And it's not because everyone is right. And I, I see you as a human now, not, not as a, a personality.
0: And I think people appreciate that and, and and they relate to it. And they, and when they see frustration with somebody else that they can relate to, they're like, I totally yeah. get that person. Yeah. Um, so Jeff, let's talk about SwagAr Our uh, snugs recently released augmented reality service. Can you tell us what it is and how it works?
1: Yes, this is something I'm very excited about. I know Snugs as a whole is, is as well, but I think like with video, the whole point is to engage in, and immerse your audience in a deeper, more meaningful way. And I think um, as video has evolved, we've been able to do that more and more, but we're always searching for that next better way to do it. And AR has been around for a while. It's not a really a new technology, but not in the promotional industry. Um, and we didn't want it to be a marketing gimmick. We really wanted it to be something that, that has utility and is has usefulness as I do, as I believe video does. Um, and we have been working for a long time on how exactly to make that, um, happen. And I think we've, we've hit it. Um, we've created a, a new tool called Swagger. Um, it's Swagger, but, you know, with the AR on the end, I'm trying to tie the two into sure. it. It's specific for the promotional industry. Um, we've created AR objects, which is basically a 3D object, but you're able to scan a QR code and everyone knows how to do that now um, and take that product and drop it right onto your desktop or, and it looks real. It is unbelievable. And it's, And I've been around AR for a long time, but the first time I took one of our products and grabbed it off the screen and placed it on that table in front of me, and it it was just, it was awesome. And, And it was the most simple object, but it really allows your audience, your distributors, your customers to really see that product. So as far as usefulness, you can take a 2D image now and have it right in front of you in real life placed in your environment And that is not something they're gonna forget anytime soon. I think as far as an experience, it ups that level a hundred times, just like a a good video would or Um, they're going to talk about that. They're going to share that. And I think it's very impactful. And what we can do with these tools are going to be unbelievable. I'm so excited for where it's going. I'm very excited about what we've done right now. We've integrated into our website, into flyers and emails. We're allowed distributors, our distributor partners, to take those QR codes and use it in their own marketing tools. Like, look how we're meeting right now. A lot of things are done virtually. Sure. I mean, right now, you could scan that QR code if i could get it to focus and (laughs) pull it right off the screen and right in front of you of whatever we're talking about um and these are going to be powerful tools the next steps are um virtual sampling can you imagine if i can now take different logos and and change those out and allow uh, you know distributors to send those out as a instead of a flyer or email um think of the impact this is going to have and i think the more people use it and experience it themselves, the more they're going to get excited about it and and hopefully start using it on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, you know, I tried it out. We wrote an article about Swagger um, a week or two ago, and yeah. I said I got to check this out. So I went yeah. to the, I went to uh, Snugs.com and I you know I searched Swagger and I found a couple of your products that were enabled, and I tried it out, and I was like like you said, desktop, you know, we're talking physical desktop, not, not your, not your virtual desktop. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, that is so cool. It's like, you know, you know, this mug was sitting right on my desktop and you can kind of see it in 3d and it's really cool. So how much effort is involved in the development of something like this? It's
1: been a a ride only because we're trying to build a system and not just, if you build one office, it's easy. You can figure it out pretty quick. But when you're, Thinking large scale and efficiencies and cost efficiencies, you really have to dive in and really figure out the right ways to do it. And it's been some work, but we're there. We feel like we're ready to go at scale at this. Um, I mean, but there's going to be, because it's newer, there will be, I predict, a lot of changes even in the next um, year on how we do things. Sure. And ev- uh, we're already 50% more efficient than we were two months ago right, so right. that's that efficiencies they're happening quickly and then we're building a team and a, a decent sized learning curve which is challenging at first but it, just like there was with video i mean now sure. everyone's doing it on their phone who would have thought you know so yep. this is coming and it will be a thing um without question i think um we are what one of the first that I know about that are really trying to implement it on a a larger scale with support and education. And we're really trying to do it right and find the ways that really make a difference to the bottom line for everyone and not just a marketing thing, but Uh um, how is this going to make your life easier? How is this going to improve your ability to share these products with your customer or give more insight on a product? Or, I mean, you're really able to see that product and it's, Spin it around, see every angle right there in front of you. That's very unique. I mean, you can make spec samples, but that's not possible all the time. This is instantaneous and right in front of you and impactful, which is the point of our entire industry is making those those creating those moments, you know, something that they're going to remember.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's it's funny because um, before the pandemic, I don't think, you know, AR has been around and we were mindful of it, just like we were mindful of QR codes ten years ago. right. But I think the pandemic has accelerated Absolutely. technology in this industry. We talk about, you know, prior to you and I recording, we were we were talking about, hey, we would have never done this type of podcast recording prior to the pandemic. technology right. has advanced because of 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 the pandemic, and we're we're at a point where, people are doing so many things virtually. And I, and I I agree with you. I think this type of technology will become mainstream in this industry at some point. I'm not sure when, if you asked me two years ago, I would have said probably not for a while. How long do you think until this is mainstream?
1: Well, when you see what we're going to be able to do with these objects, because, Uh, Another way that we're able to justify the the resources and the effort and the time into these is how much we can do with these same objects. It's not just about these AR objects, but when you have a 3D object now, you can use it in our videos. We can use it in web banner ads. We can use it in um, product configurators. When you start seeing the power of these objects, then all of a sudden, the cost of creating that object diminishes dramatically and it's it's much more it's much easier to find that ROI than it would have been if it was just used for that one thing. Now as far as a sales tool, right now what we've done just this lowest level of, of the of the technology is still pretty amazing and I think will make an impact just in it in itself. As far as when is this gonna become mainstream, well we need other suppliers to start doing it. I think sure um, and we know that these tools are being developed um, with, you know, Adobe alone has created, you just see the effort they're putting behind the, the tools needed to create this. And I think the more that this has becomes a thing, I mean, now, I mean, Facebook's going into meta and, you know, sure. this is going to become faster. This is going to come to us faster than what I think everyone thinks. And I think all of a sudden you're going to blink. And if you're not starting to research this now, you're going to be like, Oh my gosh now we got to get behind it and create all this stuff quickly that's why we're trying to do it now because by the time it is hopefully by the end of the year you start seeing more and more of this and then by next year I think there'll be multiple suppliers into this Um, even creating lifestyle images uh, with these objects I wait till you see what's possible and once that's known it's gonna blow up so we're just trying to get ahead of the curve and have time to figure out what to do with it and how to do it and educate our, our customers and our distributors and put those tools in their hands and really be at the forefront of these this new technology. Because I've been excited about this for so long, but we yeah. had to wait. The hardware had to be there. Yeah. Anyone can do it if you have a phone. Totally. And it's cross-platform. And you don't need to download an app, which yep. has been a huge thing for us, too. We didn't want you to have to download an application.
0: That Adding that extra step really kind of, you know, that's the... That's the step that a lot of people don't want to go into. You know, like, oh, yeah. I got to download an app. I don't want to right. do that. So, con- Jeff, congratulations on this. It's a, it's a really uh, cool tool, but not only cool, it's it's utilitarian. It, it's got, you know, a purpose, and I'm excited to see where this goes.
1: Awesome. We are too, Vinny. I think um, we're very excited, as you so, can
0: see. <laughs> so I have a couple more questions, Jeff, and you and I yeah. can talk forever. Um, yeah. So can you give a little bit of advice for anyone who is struggling with coming up uh, with creative ideas for content in the promo industry?
1: Well, one, I don't think that's uncommon. I mean, we've got to come up with new creative ideas every single day, especially with, I mean, I don't care if you're the most creative person in the world. That's a, that's a challenge. And I am, for me, I, I've got my go-to. There's, I, I have to be out. I have to be looking. I have to be around different people. And I've got my group where we'll get together and we'll just talk. And a lot of them have nothing to do with the industry. They tell me about what projects they're working on and, and vice versa. And, and then we these things, these conversations spark ideas. But when your brains there, everything you look at out to I look outside and the trucks driving down the road, I mean, it inspires I mean, there's ways. But it's an effort you have to be out there and and it has to be something on your mind on a regular basis. Everything I look at, everything I read, it triggers a new idea or it can trigger a new idea. But it's typically, I surround myself with great people and um, and always ask about what they're doing, what they're working on. Um, I'm watching movies all the time. I'm watching commercials. I'm there, There's inspiration everywhere you look. Right, you right. just have to be in the mindset to be doing that. And you know what else has been a thing is... Um, to have fun, if I, I, that's something for me. If I'm out there having a good time, even if I'm out skiing and in that right mode, I, it's difficult for me to be creative if I'm not in that, that fun mindset. And I, it might be different for others, but um, surround yourself with positive people that are having a good time, that love to talk about different things, and expose yourself to different people and different experiences, and that will drive creativity every day if you if you're out searching for it.
0: And I love that you said fun. And I preach that so much on this podcast, because when you create content, especially content for social media, that is fun. Even if it has nothing to do with this industry, you're going to get more engagement in that than you actually would think. Because most people, and I'm going to say most without having scientific proof, but most people go to social media to take some time away from work, yeah, they're absolutely. going to social media to be entertained. And yeah. when they stumble across a video that is in the promotion products industry, and it's uh, maybe it's a, a funny video that's playing off of a trend, maybe it's the CEO telling a joke, something that has nothing to do with the industry, people are going to embrace that. It, it, and I try to and I try to preach that as much as possible: have fun with social media. Don't be too buttoned up. Enjoy yourself. Create, like you said, inspiration is everywhere. Um, yeah. I find inspiration in watching what others are doing on social media, and people may yeah. say, "Oh, well, that is um, that's plagiarism." Well, no isn't social no media just all plagiarism? All yes. the trends, you yeah. know, everyone's just playing off of each other. And I love, I love to see a great piece of content, and I say, you know what? That would look, that would be a great thing to do. Give it a promotional product sprint, spin somehow, and. You know, that to me, I think has worked a lot. Creativity is everywhere. Jeff, I love that answer. So I got a final fun question for okay. you. And I always end the podcast with a final fun question. Okay. You're a video guy. You obviously have a lot of experience. You have a great eye for content. If you could work with one famous director on a video, who would it be and why? Oh, gosh. Um, well,
1: that's a... I wanna immediately Wes Anderson came to mind and, and I'll tell you why. Oh my gosh, if you sit down and watch one of his movies, like
0: absolutely, the framing, Big the head. color
1: palettes, the, it's art. Every single scene is art. And I know that's well out of the bounds of what we do every day, but it doesn't have to be. You can apply these same concepts to what you do. And the scripts, the script alone is art. Every single word that comes out of an actor's mouth you can tell he spent hours on, you know, and it's every single shot, every frame. It's just, it's beautiful. And like, um, what's one of um, the hotel? Um, oh my gosh! Uh, oh yeah. Um, um, you know what I'm talking about? Yes,
0: yes, yes. We we don't worry. About oh my it. gosh! Yeah.
1: I sat down in the theater. I watched that in the theater in Philadelphia, by the way. I was um, oh, okay. with my daughter, and I every single scene, every single shot, every angle. I was like. I couldn't, I came out of there tingling and every single one, every single thing he does is, it seems to be that way. And it's just every, it's just art. It's just art. It's true art. And the Coen brothers, of course, is one of my other favorites Their, their, um, their humor and their style, everything about it. I just love it.
0: Yeah. My favorite is Darjeeling limited. I I feel like that is, you know, a lot of people don't like that film. I don't know why, uh, but I think that is, is, is my favorite Wes Anderson film, but you're right. Oh, God. Like he is, he is a master oh. at creating very artistic scenes and in movies. And he, I would go with Wes Anderson too. I mean, of course, there's a lot of uh, so many other yeah. directors that you, yeah. that you can that you can quote there. But that's a that's a great answer. And Jeff, thank mm-hmm. you for spending a few minutes with me today. It's been really insightful. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed learning about what you do. How, how long you've been involved in this industry? Uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, uh, can you give the contact information?
1: Yeah, you bet. Um, you can email me at jeffsnugsusa.com. At um, that's the best way to get a hold of us. Um, um, and I'd give you my cell number, but then I'd probably not a good idea. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think your no, email just address it, is, yeah, is email's fine. fine. Yep. No,
1: but I mean, I love this stuff, you know, and CJ, like Vinny, I, I could talk to you about this stuff all day long and it's just exciting and what i love is that we can stay this energized about what we do and and in an industry that people might find boring after some time and i love that how much creative there is here and they're all around us and there's so many creatives all around in this industry and i love it and speaking with you today has been awesome i'm energized for the rest of the day right now and totally appreciate you having me on this has been great
0: Absolutely. And I'd even argue that when I first joined the industry, I was sort of bored by because I didn't understand it. And mm-hmm. as I've gotten to learn the industry, and I've seen the people in it, and I've seen the products and the innovation and the ideas, it's inspiring. Yeah. There's so many creative people in this industry. So many people doing great stuff. Uh, you know, there's a move towards sustainability. There's there's a lot of very intelligent people trying to do really great things in this industry. And like you said. It it motivates you. It's it's fun, it's creative, and it's an amazing industry. I I couldn't agree more. All right, Jeff, thank you again so much. You're, You're welcome. Thanks again. We'll see you next time on The Social Angle.